The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Don't forget to download our new Podcast One app. Podcast One presents Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze, an entertaining behind-the-scenes look at the world of food, where you'll hear from anyone and everyone from the culinary industry, including restaurateurs, TV hosts, celebrity chefs, producers of your favorite cooking shows, and many more. Now, here's your host, Richard Blaze. Hey, what's going on, everyone? Richard Blaze here, Jasmine Blaze, and uh, Sally's here. You hit that early. I wasn't even sitting in my seat. I know. Seat that's what I'm getting. I, I feel like that's, you know, like you, you um, say live. the line before the line that you have to read so that you're like in the moment of it. Mm. If there's any actors. Are you talking about like a voiceover? Kind of for voiceovers. Or like a practicing your lines? Uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I just wrapped a commercial. That's so right. I'm still in the moment of like uh, all of that sort of stuff. It's been a while since we've done a commercial. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Good. Like, yeah. A lot of fun. Did you? You had a, a, a professional beard groomer. That's what you told me. Your mustache has never looked nicer. I told you that yesterday. I know you like the mustache. Not well, it's the, like not actually, the beard. it's actually like groomed off your lips, so you look less like a catfish, which it's, is nice. I, uh, he really didn't trim much off the mustache. It must just be. He did something. Uh, well, he did. He took care of me. And then um, he, you said he looked like Mr. Belvedere. I will give him a, a shout out on Instagram. I, yeah. He he was he was British and he was uh, a proper posh gentleman. For sure, nice. And he did yeah, take as care any of me. good professional beard groomer should be. Well, to be I honest, like. too, like usually, um, it's a lady. Oh yeah. So I think it was interesting well, because weird. it was a guy. Um, because a lot because of barbers guys are have men, beards, right? I mean, typically a barber. Barbers is a man. are men, but I feel um, like barbers stylists handle... on like TV right. sets are gen- not always, but okay, okay. most of the time, my the stylists right, that deal with but me are ladies. A stylist versus a professional beard groomer well this was that i'm giving him the title oh you gave it yes he this is more of a you know a um he was a, a hair person a hair and and, and makeup person oh okay two oh, and one cool. yeah oh. very talented awesome dude took care of me on set can't really reveal what it was for major resolutions already but need a bit more inspiration sally start your new year with a big idea or three by listening to audiobooks download dare to lead written and read by Brene Brown, and hear how to transform creative ideas into bold actions. Learn to let go fear and take risks with Brave, Not Perfect, written and read by Girls Who Code founder Rashima Sojani, uh, or get a few laughs alongside advice on how to love yourself and love your life from the Fab Five of Netflix's Queer Eye. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash self-care for more listening suggestions to keep your New Year's resolutions going strong. That's penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash self-care. This is a big episode. Let's get right into it so yeah. people uh, don't tune out just listening to our, our, our daily world. Yeah. Rachel. Bray. Yeah, I was going to throw a freaking in there. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? That's I feel how like. how much you mean. Yeah. yeah Rachel freaking Ray. Uh, big deal. Big deal. Big deal. She's big time. Uh, I mean, one of the biggest people we've probably ever had on the podcast. We say Absolutely. that kind of each and every week, but she is, uh, I mean, I think we mention it briefly, like sort of her A-list celebrity status. Like most people, she sort of shies away from, from that. But there aren't too many people in the food world that have reached her stature. Yeah, I mean, you could count on one hand, probably. I think one right? hand, absolutely. Um, and maybe, like, you could even be thumbless and still just This is true, this hand. is true. A lot of people think they're uh, A-list. I mean, and not just food world, right? I think this is also yeah. one of the things. Like, you can be, like, a celebrity chef, like maybe I am. Right. But I would not really dare say that I'm a celebrity. Right. 
There's uh, a difference. Right. Yes. Rachel Ray is a celebrity. Yes. Who happens to be a celebrity chef. Right. Yeah, well. exactly. Right. Kind of amazing. Uh, we talk about her somewhat frequently on yeah. the podcast. Well, we did that. Remember, I just remembered this um, yesterday. We did that episode. That was like leading up to my appearance on Rachel Ray last yeah, year. Yeah, last year same, around the same time. Same time, and yeah. it's up on the sort of like the bullet point for the podcast a lot. Yeah, that one leads on my feed for some reason, right? It's always yeah. up there. Maybe you listen to it a maybe, lot. No, maybe it's podcast one clickbait. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, because it is Rachel. Although Ray. it is the type of episode you always want us to do, so I feel like maybe it's just that was the only episode that kind of got a little bit like uh, it got serial, like a little bit like serial. You're like, it's morning. Yeah, we were filming. Here we the, are <laughs> filming the Rachel Ray studio. We're exactly. going for a walk on a cold day. This right. was interesting because we obviously were doing Rachel Ray. We got to do it with our kids. Yeah. Well, Gigi yeah, you guys. Out. It was actually really great because, like I said, I remember when I was doing this last year and I was not doing this segment this year and it was really nice. You did say that <laughs> like, in the morning. It was You're really like, nice for me to just wake up and not just be like the groomer, essentially. Although you had to wrangle two kids. Yeah, well. And get them sort of ready for their segment. Yeah. Um, so it's, you know, without, well, yeah, we're not spoiling it. It'll be in yeah. a couple days. Actually, this Friday, tune in. Yeah. Uh, so the podcast drops on Tuesday. This will yep. be on Friday. It is right before the big game. Mm-hmm. It is a super segment. Get uh, it. And so there's some football involved. Obviously, there's some food involved. And yeah. Rachel Ray is there. Did you see that? Um, I don't know what is. I didn't read the whole article. This is about the the big game. Mm. Did you see that they were talking about in a in an alternate reality maybe replaying the game versus the Saints and the Rams because of that blown call did you see this there's oh. like litigation going on i think oh interesting Have i like you seen this. this i love when we turn into like a podcast that's another type of podcast so know. this is sports hot take this right now sports hot take i have i read a little bit about it that that there's technically some sort of legality that could yeah, yeah. happen from it. There's right. no way it's ever going to happen. There's no way. I mean, yeah. it would it would mean pushing the, right. the big game, as right. they call it, back. Yeah. I there, think we're allowed there to There was say a way. That right, we can say it term. here. We I mean, especially super, since the segment really, on Rachel Ray he's was being weird super, about super segment. Super Bowl. Um, <laughs> but I mean, I think that they would have had to have played it this week. Right. Um, that's, what they, that's what they said. Even if playing it this week, it's still possibly would But what back. will happen is like what happens in all the sports. It's a blown call next year. Yeah the owners and, and GMs will vote on having that be a reviewable call. Right, right, um, right, and right. And that's how it gets changed, and then that's how it works. I mean, Tom sure. Brady's in the Super Bowl. There was, what, the, the fake pass? No, the pass no. Uh, years ago against the Raiders in the snow. With oh, arm moving yeah, forward. Yeah, yeah. Old, Gosh. young, young Tom Brady. Long time. That was like 10 years against ago. Against Gruden's uh, Raiders. Right. But, like, that was a call that changed, you know, the forward pass, fumble, quarterback right. play. So, like, that's what's going to happen. Well, anyways, um, I thought that for, that was crazy. Uh, this is also kind of um, you know, goes back I always... to Rachel Ratio because, well, yeah. I'll go first then. Yeah, go ahead. Uh, it's the Rams versus the Patriots. I know you got family in Boston. I do, yeah. As a as a born Jets fan, it's always incredibly hard to even like root for the Patriots. Although I know someone on the Patriots coaching staff. Yeah, it's hard. But for you. remember Rachel Ratio early in the season, we did that segment with the L.A. Rams. I know we're like they're good luck charms. Girly jerseys we downstairs. Have, like, Multiple Rams. I should have yeah. put those things up and on eBay. We're based in Southern California, so I got. I think got to root for the Rams. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go uh, the same. It's a. It's a tough choice, but I mean, like, really, like, the embarrassment of riches for the Patriots. Yeah. Like, give it up. Gonna, someone else has to get gets a turn. You're yeah. gonna get mad at me because of I know your politics. Um, I am a fan of Brady and Belichick. Oh yeah. I'm a fan of. You know why? Why? I'm a fan of excellence. Okay. And they're excellent. They're great. Sure. Right, and we were talking to uh, one of our kids this morning about being great. Like, yeah, you know, you can just go out there and be good, but if you want to be great, you got to work at it. Yeah, ten thousand hours. I don't, I don't, Gladwell. I don't diminish what they've achieved. I think they're a great coach and athlete. I think Tom Brady sounds like a wet blanket. 
just generally like in what he eats and stuff it bores me ah, that's <laughs> like, like he's like only like broccoli I mean, juice and just, like a i get it i just hope that like powder. when he retires like he eats a donut or something i just hope like just like for I a little so. like sunshine you know it's, it's i mean i know it's not all about food but like go enjoy something like you know i, I bet you like he that. will i'm sure know. he will once but Maybe. he's got a chance to win another super bowl um Another thing, you know, 10,000 hours, talking about the Mal- Malcolm Gladwell thing. If you're mm-hmm. not listening, you know, like it takes 10,000 hours to become sort of a master at something. You know who's put in those 10,000 hours? Rachel Ray. Totally. Um, and in the podcast, she kind of gets a little bit into her origin story. We don't like to do origin stories basically because of Gail Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, not it's, because just, of it's, Gail. it's that origin stories is like a whole other category of podcast like yes. i feel like you know and there's a couple of food podcasts that do delve into origin stories and origin stories are really interesting mm-hmm. but we kind of like more of the current hot take like what are you up to is this why our ratings stuff? aren't great no Possibly. but this is um the, the reason i want to clarify it's because of gail simmons because early on when we were sort of just feeling it out yeah we realized gail simmons did an episode it was an amazing episode and like really her origin story i don't think a lot of people know right but you realize that it's a five-hour Sit down podcast. If you really want to dive into I mean, Rachel story. Ray's origin story would be the same. I mean, you got to dig Absolutely. back there when she's working at Macy's, right? I mean, exactly. probably even before that, frankly, exactly. Right? I but mean, yeah. One of the reasons why we don't go into it is because you know, if you're a fan of Gail Simmons, Rachel Ray, Richard Blaze, you know, then you probably have gone back to 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 learn enough about the origin story because it's kind of something that becomes copy and paste, right? For anyone who's asked a lot of times, like, how did you get your start? We'd rather you know, ask if they like Salt Bay. That's right. Exactly what we do. And <laughs> that's kind of and that's kind of what this episode is. We record it in between episodes of yeah. Rachel's show. So, um our, uh, one of her producers, Rebecca, who we love, mm-hmm. um got us in a couple minutes with with Rachel and we um kind of just decided to slide in uh, the format of a game to make it kind of easy, something you can jump into and not feel super rushed but still get a little hint of kind of like what she's about and what she, you know, thinks and likes and does yeah and she was uh as expected opinionated and awesome and uh i like when we play these games with people um because you yeah. it, it kind of opens up you know whatever the answer is yeah. it then opens up usually yeah uh something pretty fun yeah, um definitely. also uh real quick i just got back from sweden you did you know this i i do <laughs> I said but it they as might if maybe not. you didn't yeah. know um but here's a th- you sent me to sweden i did by myself i did in the winter I did. That's the part that yeah. makes people laugh. Usually we can get through the <laughs> usually get through the first couple of like, yeah, I sent him on a trip by himself to Sweden. Yeah. Well, in I mean, January. I, I why did you I mean, I, I think it's also important to mention like why did you send me off in January by myself? Well, to, I mean, usually your schedule is a little lighter in January. So that was the initial uh reasoning. You know, usually you have some space in January, so um and then sometimes you given space um, you get a little anxious. You get a little anxious to get back to work. So I thought, why not slide in an R&D trip for you, a little personal development trip, um, a little micro trip, as oh, they're saying. There, there you go. Kids. Bing, 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 bing. You hit the word. Micro yeah. trips. These are what? Yeah. It was like a four or five day little like international trip someplace. Like, you know, I think the time where people would go on two week vacations, it still exists. But I think more and more just with the connectivity of the world and how, how easily we can get from places to places now, people are taking trips 
you know, to, to Sweden from New York, that's a seven hour flight. They go for four days or right. go for a long weekend. Come and on, for, know? since you booked this and they're not a podcast sponsor, but they I don't think we have be. any airline, Norwegian airlines, right? With like a well, we, $700 round trip ticket, something like that. Now, listen, uh, it's yeah. international travel is expensive. That's still expensive. Yeah. But, uh, as far as international travel goes, right. That's not really a bad deal at all. No. And, and they had some like crazy, they have crazy deals during the year. I just looked up like Iceland. Yeah. I, of course, it's still like late winter, early yeah. spring, but like right. 350 bucks, like yeah. one way to Iceland. Right. So like same sort yeah, of thing, like 700 deal. bucks right. all the way across the world. They fly to multiple places. The planes are brand new. Yeah. The windows are bigger. I'm yeah. just saying I'm dropping yeah. like an airline review right you now. Are, totally. But it was, uh, you, you got a meal, you got like this giant window, brand new plane. Yeah. Uh, and I mean, it's like a, you know, I mean, for... For East Coast travelers, especially, like that's a quick trip, seven hours. What do you need? You know, I mean, you need a TV, right? Right. You gotta Maybe. get if you're on the West Coast, you gotta get to the East Coast right. to save that extra three hours. But luckily, so. it just worked out. You were already on the East Coast, and so we just dropped it in on that in that week. Well, so. I want to say thank you. It was really awesome. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad. I'm and, and, and not glad that you weren't there because I wish you all were I'm there. I'm glad I wasn't. But there. like, it was one of those <laughs> trips. Was like, okay, it's it's minus something degrees cold. Yeah. Kids aren't really gonna be able to handle that. Uh, Jeej, you know, it was black ice and just like cobblestone black ice streets. Yeah. So no. we've d- marched around Italy a couple of months ago. Um, this but this one would have been a little, yeah. <laughs> literally tough sledding yeah. uh, in Sweden. But thank you for sending me on that trip. Sure. I want to return the favor and I'm going to say it right on the podcast. Where do you want to go? Let's send, let's send you off I know. on I a podcast adventure for three or four or five days. Perfect. No more than five. I probably couldn't handle it. Yeah. If you were gone for more than it's five. Reasonable. But you going to figure out where you're going to go? Somewhere, right? I mean, I got a couple places on the list. Okay. Do you want yeah. me to reveal that? I don't know. Should I, mean, I reveal I don't, yeah, that? Yeah, why not? I, I mean, no one's going to I mean, I want to go to Thailand. I mean, yeah. you know that. You know I want to go to Thailand. And I don't want to bring the kids, mostly because our youngest has a peanut allergy and I don't want to deal with it. Yes. So, <laughs> and kind of rude, true. but it's also just... That's a good point. Until she's older, I don't want to have to And also, like, that. our kids aren't really great at crossing busy streets anyway. And in Thailand, <laughs> it gets like... It's like the game crossing Frogger busy from the 80s. Crossing busy sidewalks and streets. And it's right? like scooters yeah. on sidewalks and just madness yeah. from the last time I was there. But we're going we're gonna to set that up. Sure. Someone who's listening, want to get Jasmine to Thailand sure um, no, not that you need an escort that's not what I'm saying um, would you like maybe maybe I'll take <laughs> maybe. one speaking about tough sledding by the way Analon pots <laughs> and fans right the opposite of tough sledding right, right. well yeah. I mean is like easy sledding oh, like yeah. eggs sliding off that amazing uh, interior those Analon pots and fans yep. uh, I just saw on, on uh, the social media Someone, uh, one of the MasterChef kids won some sort of uh, cassoulet competition this weekend and won a bunch of Anilon pans. Awesome. So they're popping up all over the place. Nice. Uh, and whether you're impressing new friends with a twist on an old family favorite like cassoulet or experimenting with a bold new dish, Anilon gourmet cookware is designed to unlock your creative vision. Hard anodized construction. Jasmine, it's mm-hmm. twice as hard as stainless steel, which is pretty hard. Yeah. Multi-layer metal bases are crafted with copper for excellent heat conductivity. Triple layer premium nonstick interiors are utensil safe they're easy to clean which i love right unity surface with that flat easy clean rivets which again love. i love uh cast stainless steel handles deep seated stainless steel lids dishwasher safe oven safe to 500 degrees fahrenheit and a lifetime warranty you need to get some analon uh cookware visit macy's to shop to the collection or go to analon.com now Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. 
Can't get enough Richard Blaze? Then take a listen to any of Podcast One's other fantastic food shows. Every Wednesday, Michelle Davis and Matt Holloway of Forked Up, a Thug Kitchen podcast, serve up their own brand of food, politics, and pop culture. And chef Rick Bayless and food journalist Steve Delinsky team up every Wednesday to travel the globe while tackling food trends on The Feed. Check out Thug Kitchen and The Feed every week on Podcast One or wherever you get your favorite podcasts. You're listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. You ready for Rachel Ray? I'm ready. Are you? I'm, I'm kind of nervous. I'm not. I, we should also say someone didn't pack a third microphone. And because of the shortness of it, I'm there. But I'm not talking. <laughs> You're there with and uh, again, like I kind publicist. of was great. I was kind of happy to be relieved of all duties that day of uh, whether being on the segment or being in the podcast. I got yeah, but to you just also, kind though, of like you did jump in. Lurk. You were like the engineer. You really you kind of set things up. Yeah. And like we were strapped set, for time. Set stuff up. I I took pictures. Uh, I took a couple live videos. You know. So oh, like we so did, we're gonna yeah. toss those we'll up pu- on we'll the put Instagram some videos page. Up. Yeah, Rachel exactly. is awesome. We talk about it a lot though. She works she really so is. hard. Yeah. I mean, you're talking about like I mean, she literally had like her lunch on the desk as like we're like and we took up her whole lunch hour. Sorry of episodes. She. She donated her lunchtime for us. Uh, she's one of the hardest working people and one of the just the most amazing people in our business. Uh, you ready for it? Here we go. Rachel Ray. Thank yes, you. Baby. Thanks so much for hanging out with us. By the way, me? this is this is I'm insane. Like at the cool kids you table. are. Um, this is so fun. And like, and this is the this is now num- the number one most important episode that's ever happened on this podcast. <laughs> Um, Liar, but I no, no, it's, it's true. How much and, do I need for that comment? Two dollars? Oh no, not is a, that what we said? Two dollars? I'll come back for another episode. Okay. How about that? I'll just take another appearance for it. <laughs> um, so we usually in the middle of our podcast we play games, right? Okay. So I was wondering if you were game to play I'm a game, game for with a game. us. Yes. Okay. So we decided <clears throat> first of all before I even do that, we talk about you frequently on the podcast. Um, oh you don't have time to my listen. My ears are burning. Your, your producers don't have time to listen either. But we usually <laughs> we usually mention uh, how hard. You work. Thank you. And like I, I think do. being an A-list celebrity, um, a lot of people might think that it's really, really easy. I have no idea where in the alphabet I land. I'm quite sure it's not at the letter A. No, it's definitely the letter A. But I love hard work. I always have. I was raised by uh, my grandpa and then my mom when he passed. And my grandpa worked literally 80 to 100 hours a week, would tend his garden in the middle of the night, had 10 children, and he did all of the cooking. My nice. mom... Worked 100 hours a week, as long as I can remember. That's largely why we went to work with her, so we could all see each other. Grew up in restaurants. I mean, work is what we do to feel good at the end of the day. Work Mm. is part of who we are as people. We are terrible at vacationing. Terrible. Oh, is it? Terrible at it. Can you put your phone down when you're on vacation? I don't care about my phone. I care about my notebook. Everything I draw, make, um, prepare, cook, everything starts on paper. Um, my most important thing is a notebook in life. And the first uh, pictures that I drew as a child, I was clearly the same person Mm. because everything I drew, including fish had a bag. And my mom said, why do you only draw girls? They all have purses. And I'm like, that's not a purse. That's where they keep their notebooks and their pencils Ooh, and their paper. I love that. Everything starts out with me with a, a pencil and paper. And it's also very like, it's very like renaissance of you now. Yeah. <laughs> now that people are trying to put their phones down. Uh, yeah. But we always talk about just how hard you work. And of course, you're doing this on your lunch hour as you're eating between shows. And, and, I know I'll, write, and I'll write during my lunch hour as well. You've done thousands of shows, just on this show alone, not, not yes, even your, the whole scope. Something episodes amazing of which I've been proud to be a part of twenty three or twenty five of them or a something lot. like that, which is kind of amazing. Um, so you work hard and like you're an inspiration. That's Thank what you. I want to say. Thank you. So this this game is going to be we're going to call it, of course, uh, Rachel Ray every day. Uh, generally speaking, uh, I am now not Richard Blaze. I am someone pitching to your brand. 
Okay. The TV shows, magazines, all the stuff that you do. These ideas that are now surfacing in the world, right? Okay. And I want to know if this is something that Rachel Ray wants to do every day. She's down with it. Oh or nah. Okay. Or nah. Okay. Right, We're going to start with a controversial one. Uh, Rachel Ray, peas in guacamole. This is all the rage now. Hipsters in Brooklyn are making guacamole with peas. You know, I think anything that you roll in a tasty guac... I, I can roll with. Mm. I've made guac with uh, seafood, with fruits, with nuts. Why not a pea? A legume should be able to join the partay too. Uh, you know, and if it involved a, a balance of um, heat and sweet, I, I would roll with a mint and chipotle and almond pea guacamole. Oh. That's how I would roll. See, so like, I love this because we're coming to you with an idea and you've made the idea 10 <laughs> times better right off of the bat. So you're down to, to roll with it. And also, like, that was just a master class in how you should answer a question without even knowing what it was going to be. Uh, the next one is going to be, and this, could, this is even more controversial, because I know that you have a fondness for Italian food. Of course, right? yes. Well, okay. My grandpa's a Sicilian. There, I have to there have you a go. So sugar in marinara sauce. Well, now every day this or is, not? Now this is it. It depends again <laughs> on how you want to roll. Ooh, you know, tomatoes are only good a short part of the year, and if you're not buying San Marzano tomatoes, which is a whole other discussion about how many companies try and rip you off by using San Marzano in their title, but the tomatoes are actually from New Jersey. Mm. Depends on where your tomatoes come from. If the tomatoes are sweet, or you're using canned cherry tomatoes, which I even prefer for many sauces, they're sugar, sugar, sugar sweet. Sugary sweet. You don't need the sugar. It depends on the tomato product you're starting with. Also, it depends on how you're using that sauce. If I was using a sun-dried tomato paste in a meat sauce that had rabbit or something gamey, mm. and I was using red vermouth, and I want to highlight the sugars in something, I might add a little bit of sugar or drizzle funny. So it's not that clear. It depends on which day. Yeah, there's no definitive. In, in the everyday there scenario. There is no definitive answer to I that. I love that. You also broke that down. Another thing that I love about you <laughs> is like, you're a great chef. Like, mm. you know, you, you're like, people see you on TV and they're like, oh, maybe this is someone who like cooks on TV. No, like you're obviously someone who also cooks when the camera's I not in front of you. I cook around the clock. Uh, okay, this one, uh, vegan whipped creams. So the infamous... Aquafaba, also a name of my new indie band. I love Aquafaba. It is actually I just came really back from Sweden. So I think, would you like to be in the band? Uh, I would love to be in the band. Okay. I am an okay percussionist that becomes progressively better after drinking. That's what, no, there you go. Um, <laughs> and I love Aquafaba. Really? Love okay. I, I, I thought I sensed the it. smirk when I said that. No, no. I love it. And I, I use the product, I make the product, and I think uh, it's a very cool addition to the world well I like that because I think I've made it on the show with you once so like yes. if you didn't like it then I would feel bad about that because I, I take everything very yeah, seriously yeah no I as, really dig as uh, Aquafaba knows. I think it's a terrific tremendous product and uh, and I love that it's an alternative for people that like mayo a lot or mayo based salads a lot it makes it more food safe for the warmer months of mm, the year love that okay next one the rage right now that is sweeping I don't know where is it sweeping uh, San Francisco Brooklyn Places mm -hmm. like this, Portland, Oregon, uh, rainbow-flavored bagels and rainbow-flavored cream cheese. First of all, this is so not that new. <laughs> They've been rolling with the rainbow bagels. Uh, how many times, you know, back, how many times have we, it was a couple years ago we first uh, Okay. It's been around a Episode lot. Episode 969. Okay, Close I got it there. It doesn't taste any different. It's weird. It's a gimmick. I, I could care less. I and like rainbows, it. Uh, also, real quick, wasn't it unicorn last year and now yeah, it's rainbows? Like, is, is it just. unicorn and rainbows. It like, will never really What's go the difference away. between rainbow and unicorn? Is it, is it glitter? Is it glitter? <laughs> is it sequence? I think yes, that's it. Glitter. Okay. So not every day. We're not doing, are you doing that? You're not even doing that any day, I feel like. No. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not you. rolling with the rainbow bagel. I'm with you. Okay. The uh, no carbonara 
gluten-free pastas, no carbonara. That's a Richard Blaze pun. If, if I'm I also had, pitching a segment for your show I as I look like, to your dear producers. I, I like it. And, and I do make, uh, you know, knockoff pastas for different things. And I find it wildly depressing mm. that the home of carbonara <laughs> in Rome, yes. you can no longer get carbonara. They will not allow uh, raw egg yolk to be used. in mm. Yeah, which is ridiculous okay uh, a lot of restaurants blow that off and make it anyway but, yeah um we just came back from rome which was our sadly our first trip there the whole family went out are there you and kidding was blown that's the away. first time you've ever been there yeah I was, yeah well first time yeah for all of us but we went out there with oh grandma God, and the kids love, and everything love. uh so a follow-up to so that anyway, real quick okay yes yeah. if i have a family member that cannot eat gluten of course i would make them a, a gluten-free carbonara i do think that the quality of gluten-free pastas and gluten-free products has increased because the demand has increased. So I think it's much easier today than it would be a couple years ago for me to embrace that. Got it. Love it. And real quick, the follow-up to carbonara. So then you are a fan of the the raw eggs sort of twirled up in the end in carbonara? or or, or just mixed with the, with the sauce? I six egg yolks per pound of pasta. <laughs> I temper them with a lot of the salty, starchy cooking water. I use a ton of meaty guanciale or pancetta to start. I mean, I got to ramp up my game like... Don't tell your cardiologist if you're eating my that's carbonara. A, that's okay. Yeah, I mean, listen, you can and serve a, lot a of side. You know, and parm. I put both of them in there. I like that. Again, kind of, kind of controversial. Yeah, the pecorino is necessary. I you can't just do parm. parm if you're going to only choose one of those cheeses. Pecorino, because exactly. it's a Roman dish to begin exactly. with, and they roll with Romano. Hello, pecorino Romano is the name of the cheese. Mm, yes. So we're doing the uh, carbonara. We're doing it with lots of yolks, and we're serving a side of treadmill. That's what we Correct. decided. Okay. Correct. Uh, and the, we're not telling our cardiologist. Next one is on the mix. Front. I know your husband is a big mixologist. Do you know, I think that probably the first no-fly list I've ever been on, and maybe the only one, was when John got all these weird chemical containers sent to our apartment and our home upstate. So, yeah. you know, I didn't even know what they were, but it had all sorts of caution and skulls on the boxes. <laughs> nice. Like, you know, this is you. You do all that kind of yes, stuff. Yes, yes. You get liquid nitrogen delivered to your backyard or whatever. But my husband was rolling with, like, he would prep how to make a see-through... Uh, olive in his tomato water martini. It takes Ooh. him like four days yeah. to make a clear Bloody Mary. <laughs> yes, it's really I appreciate annoying, this. I appreciate actually. it. But you're right. Uh, I as well am on many watch lists. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, because yeah. of all the miscellaneous white powders that I travel with from time to time. Uh, next one, scrambled eggs in the pan. Just right, Just mix them in the pan that you're cooking in or in a bowl and then to the pan. If I only have a pan, it's not going to keep me from eating them eggs. Ooh, and I like is that. it a metal utensil safe pan? Because I don't want to eat the pan. I want to eat the eggs. Next level stuff. Next yeah. level up. You don't want the metallic flavor in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay, this one, the, again, this one is, a, I think, a current craze. Alternative milks. The oat milk, the nut milks, the everything that's not just again, from a cow. If I was feeding a house guest that rolls with that, fabuloso. For me, I'm not a, much of a breakfast person. But I could see eating them with sweet more than savory, in, in my mind. Um, I don't drink nut milks. I love nuts, so I assume that I would like them. Got it. So every day, on every day for everyone else. Maybe not for you. Uh, for everyone else, I don't even roll with milk in my coffee because I couldn't afford it, quite frankly. Ooh. I gave up milk in my coffee when I started buying my own groceries. So I, I roll with black coffee. Period. I do too, but usually for the medicinal qualities of just waking up and you know revving up for, oh, for being next to you, basically. Is, I have a... Like a a pot of coffee at five. Mm. I bring a liter of water to the gym, and between the two of them, that will wake me up. There you That's go. That's what it takes. Yeah, to you're wake getting up. revved up. You're hydrating. <laughs> you're getting revved up. You're hydrating. <laughs> Sixty seconds. That's exactly how long this commercial lasts. You know what else you can do in about a minute? 
get an offer for your car with True Car. That's right. In the amount of time it takes to floss your teeth, pet your dog, do a few sit-ups, or just listen to my voice, you can get a True Cash offer. Best of all, you can do it from your smartphone or home or your smartphone in your home. Just go to True Car and simply enter your license plate number and watch how your car's details pop up. Answer a few questions and you'll get an accurate True Cash offer from a local True Car certified dealer. It's that easy. After that, you can bring your car in and they'll check it out with you together. You can ask questions and get the answers you need so there's no surprises. Then simply leave with your check or trade in your car for a new ride. So when you're ready to experience a better way to sell or trade in your car, check out True Car today. Next one, uh, vegetarian food, but specifically this dish that I've seen a lot on the Instagram lately, the beet wellington. Not the beef wellington, the wellington made with beets. They also have beet burgers. They even have them beet packaged. Loaf. Uh, yeah, exactly. Uh, I groove on beets. It would never satisfy me as much as beef wellington, but mm. a, a sweet, delicious beet wrapped in pastry, sure. Yeah. I would roll with that, absolutely. I, but but why? I just have to throw that in there. My whole because thing would you're be vegetarian. like, right? Exactly. I guess so. Good <laughs> I <can> point. <laughs> but if you're a vegetarian, then too, like I just I think every time we're like mimicking like meaty foods with vegetarian foods, I know. And it's for like, me, I oh, like I like the beef. vegetarian foods like when they're mimicking the flavor of meat. I find a more successful combination is for texture, nut, and for flavor, really meaty mushrooms. I want mushrooms and nuts in fake meat. I don't want something sweet like a beet. Mm, I, I like that. I like eggplant for the fleshiness. Yeah, that yeah, you, yeah. And, and, and like you said, all these other fl- mushrooms that sort of give you that umami. Right. Okay, we're nearing the end of the uh, game right here. The resurgence of white bread. White bread's cool now. White bread's back. Well, I don't know that in America it was never not cool. Mm, I point. mean, Wonder Bread is has an appropriate name. It's a wonder how many people have bought it over the years and go to. Uh, it. You know, I think that white bread is perfect for a, a grilled cheese with a very mild, sweet, classic tomato soup. I think it's, um, there's nothing wrong with it. Sure, why, why not roll with the white bread? I am not a hater of any food. Um, and I think white toast is absolutely delicious. Pepperidge Farm specifically Ooh. is my, is how I roll with the white toast. But I love Pepperidge Farm white toast because it's perfectly square, easy to trim the crust, and you don't really have to because the crust is so thin. And their little sandwich white bread squares, my mom would always put them out with chicken livers or with egg salad, with so many of her little appetizers, or her chutney with macadamia nut cream cheese spread, you know? like It's a kind of a classic back-in-the-day fun thing for me. If you're serving toast points, I roll with white bread, and I dig Pepperidge Farm sandwich square bread. I first of all, I totally agree. Like when you were talking about even the Pepperidge Farms, I was like reminding myself of like my grandmother who like if she put out the Milano cookies from Pepperidge Farm, it was like a big deal. Like that was like it was a fancy, fancy (laughs) moment. But you're putting caviar on your toast points now. At this point, at this point in your life, caviar and potato chips is my favorite. Oh, I like that. That Andres has the most delicious potato chip, creme fraiche, a little bit of minced chive. And my caviar stacked on a chip is bliss. I love that. I have a chef friend who did that, and the caviar company actually came after him and was like, I can't believe you're putting our caviar on. Yeah, well, they don't know what they're talking about. Exactly. Get a big old bag, crack them open, and get into there. (laughs) Last one um, urban rooftop cricket farming, or crickets and insects as the protein of the future. Uh, well, they say that that will be the protein of the Everyone future. Everyone else in the room they, has cringed. They also wanna, said yeah. that we'd be riding segways everywhere. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> and that didn't happen either. No. I, have I mean, I did of, it for a bit. but I've eaten a lot of bugs in my day. And back in the day, decades ago, when I worked at Macy's Marketplace for Michael Corsello, back when it was in its heyday, 
there was a trend where we had chocolate covered crickets and crickets on sticks and crickets in this and crickets in that. I mean, it is a sustainable source of protein. I've had uh, crispy maggots and crickets and tacos and all kinds of things. Uh, Yeah, you know, mealworms. Yeah. Uh, Yeah, I can do it. Do I want to? No. If you give me a dollar, will I? Yes. Would I do it every day? No. There we go. Perfect ending. (laughs) Uh, Last thing we usually do, Rach, is a sort of 86th. It's 86. Part of the show. Yeah. One, one thing in the world that you want to 86 get rid of, it could be serious or not. And we oh, should have prepped you on this one. Well, it's, the, the it's, obvious answer is, is probably a common one among Americans, and I'm, I'm too classy a gal to say my number one 86. Okay, fair enough. So let me stick Got to it just, crystal clear. Uh, a food 86, yeah. uh, overcooked spaghetti. I just can't abide by or roll with an overcooked noodle or people calling spaghetti noodles. It also drives me nuts. Oh, man. And shelf-stable mayonnaise. Shelf-stable aquafaba, fine. My own aioli, if I got a whisk and an egg and some oil, I can roll with the mayo. I cannot abide by shelf-stable egg. It freaks me out. Oh, so like I'm launching a new concept, a a pasta Mm -hmm. concept where I'm trying to deliver noodles, sorry, to Mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. I call it send nudes. Oh, um, Saint Nudes. But you're not down because you don't like noodles. You don't like spaghetti as noodles. That, and also, if it's for a benevolent cause, okay, I will it. roll with you calling yes. pasta noodles. S- sounds good. And uh, yeah, the overcooked pasta. I mean, I'm 51% British. Yeah. So like, it's just in my blood to overcook the pasta. I'm sorry. Well, yeah, there's a lot of Italians that overcook their vegetables too, but it doesn't make me roll that way at all. <laughs> there you go. Rachel Ray, thank you so much for spending so much. time with you. us on, in between shows. Uh, you're awesome. We talk about you all the time. Thanks for hanging out Much with us. Much love. Thank you for yeah. doing our show. Thanks for listening to Starving for Attention with Richard Blaze. Download new episodes every Tuesday on the Podcast One app, Apple Podcasts, or PodcastOne.com. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Man, Rachel Ray. And thank you to our sponsors who make this all possible. Analon, Nouvelle Copper Lux. Visit Macy's to shop the collection or go to analon.com now. Penguin Random House. Visit penguinrandomhouseaudio.com slash self-care for more. And TrueCar. Visit TrueCar for a better car buying experience. Till next week, stay hungry.